Welcome to the Behind the Brand podcast. I'm your host, Declan Short. I don't know whether you're coming from an episode that I've done way in the future or whether you're a listener who's just been with me for a little while and are just listening to this straight off the bat, but I thought this would be a great chance for me to introduce myself and also just introduce the podcast and just, yeah, let you guys know what this is all going to be about. My name is Declan Short. I'm 23 years old and I live in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I've been in the branding and fashion industry for a few years now and I feel like I'm just starting to get my head around it, just starting to make a lot of cool connections and uh, I just see a lot of potential for like a show like this that can dive in uh, behind the brand and kind of just let people connect a little bit with brand owners in New Zealand and overseas. Um, I think it's a really cool opportunity. I haven't seen many people in this space, in New Zealand at least, do something like this. So yeah, um, that's what I figured I'd do. Um, as I said, I've been in the fashion and branding industry for a little while now. My career um, is at a pretty well-known fashion brand within New Zealand. Um, I also create content on TikTok. I don't know when you're listening to this, whether TikTok's still relevant or not, but it's kind of like just another social media platform where people create short videos um, and mine is definitely around like personal style and whatnot. So branding and fashion is completely up my niche. Um, Yeah, uh, I kind of stepped into the world of fashion when I was like, well, obviously it starts when you're super young, right? So I was like probably 12, 13 when I first got interested in fashion but I think my first step career-wise would have been when I was 17 years old back in 2016 and I launched my own streetwear brand um yeah it was really shitty it was just put it bluntly it was a brand called bittersweet um it was very low effort very like just me putting my thoughts onto paper pretty much and then just doing what I could in Photoshop and using like a print-on-demand service just so I could get my t-shirts made, my hoodies made and whatever. Um, But I guess what I did right was I found a market before I went really heavy into products. So like I wasn't wasting my time. I found out that people did want to buy something like that before I actually went fully into it. So yeah, I, I, I definitely went further than just print on demand shitty design and I got really heavy into my own brand and I did that for about three or four years um I moved to Canada and when I was in Canada I got like a desk job real office professional job and that got really busy and kind of took my focus away from my streetwear brand passion project um bittersweet got reasonably big I can like in my eyes it was pretty big compared to what I thought it was going to be um it ended up getting like stocked in new york and japan it was pretty cool selling out like a bunch of collections but simply put like i was always a designer i wasn't a businessman so i just i never really made any profit from bittersweet it was always just like really thin profit margins and always me like just putting my own cash into it so when it came down to crunch and I kind of had to choose between bittersweet or my professional job, um, I definitely chose stability over my own brand just because I didn't trust in myself enough as a business person. 
And uh, looking back, I think it was the right thing to do because I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't made that choice. Um, so yeah, I took a bit of a hi- hiatus from Bittersweet, experimented with some other passion projects, kept working. I moved back into New Zealand in early 2021. And when I did that, I was just pretty unhappy at my desk job, my office job, and I started just applying anywhere I could and I was was specifically looking to work in the fashion industry because by that point I had kind of just realized that that was what I wanted to do I realized that working with clothes made me made the work a lot easier for me Um, I would always walk past kind of like the fashion department in my office and I'd always like have a look at their clothes talk to the production managers feel the materials and like I, I just knew that there was a bit of inspiration for me when it came to working with garments as opposed to working with anything else really so I suppose that helped me really I when I was applying for other jobs I just really knew that I wanted to work in the fashion industry so anything that came up I didn't really care what kind of brand what genre or niche it was I just wanted to work with clothes um and as luck would have it uh a position came up during this hiring spree of mine that was for like one of my favorite brands at the time. It's pretty well known. New Zealand streetwear brand called I Love Ugly. And uh, it had actually been my favorite brand. And funnily enough, what had inspired me to start my own brand back when I was 17. Um, we'll just touch on that a bit later. But basically, I started my own brand because I wasn't able to get a job <laughs> working in a store at Isle of Ugly when I was like 17 so I was like fuck it I'll start my own streetwear brand anyway that's funny little tidbit but yeah I applied to Isle of Ugly for this office role at their head office um, as digital advertising coordinator which is basically just handling all of their Facebook ads and whatnot and I really thought I had no shot at getting the job Um, I had very minimal experience with Facebook ads but I did. I was everything that they were looking for on their like uh, hiring template. Like I had experience with Shopify. I was a keen learner. I was passionate about the brand. Um, I had touched Facebook ads a little bit, even if it was minimal. But yeah, sure enough, I ended up getting an interview and I was over the moon, like so excited. Every step of the way, I was like t- telling myself like, Declan, even if you don't get this, like the fact that you got to interview I Love Ugly is a huge step for you. Like, that is just such a cool experience. Um, So I went for the first interview. It went really well. I got to meet the founder of ILU, Valentin Ozic. And man, that was like a surreal experience because V, Valentin, was like one of my biggest inspirations back when I started Bittersweet. Like, he was someone from New Zealand that had made it on their own without going to university, without, you know, someone really putting them on. He had just, like, forged his own way in a market and like built his own clothing brand around something that inspired him so he was just a really cool um figure to me just a a very inspirational figure so getting to meet him real life in that first interview at Isle of Ugly was (laughs) very crazy to me um and then yeah that went well and I got a second interview and that went well and a couple weeks later I got to leave the job that I didn't like and go work at Isle of Ugly which was just incredible um so I've been at I Love Ugly ever since I've since been promoted from Facebook advertising coordinator brand manager 
which was also just like a dream come true. Like now I get to be a lot more hands-on with the branding of everything. Um, as I said before, like branding is a bit of my passion. I get to handle like the editorial photo shoots, um, just pretty much every point of contact that the customer has with the brand, which is really cool for me. I just really <laughs> like brands. Um, I like that they can represent a group of people and that someone can walk past another person, maybe notice something in their outfit and be like, okay, cool, we're like-minded on some level. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's primitive to me. Like I, I like that primitive aspect of associating yourself with a group of people off these really insignificant tells, um, which I think is a big part of fashion. And yeah, there's so many cool brands just alive today, whether it's overseas or in New Zealand. And um, I think it would be really sick if someone got to go and meet the owners and kind of just dive into their story and dive a bit behind the brand and what, what's, what's the brand strategy <clears throat> and what makes the brand great, you know, like why, why do these brands exist? Uh, what kind of people are these brands targeting? Yeah, <laughs> branding itself is just is so cool. And it, it's like, it, I'm just here to learn really because I also want to get better at my role. I want to be a better uh, marketer a bit of branding professional just in general um, I feel like there's just so much to learn there's so many details that go into branding and it, like it might seem really simple on the surface but the people who do it really well you just have such a wealth of knowledge that there is to learn um, but yeah that's just a bit about me where I've been why I'm doing this why why I even feel slightly qualified to start a podcast like this because um yeah, this is definitely not the first podcast or little creative outlet that I've done. Um, I've had many podcasts. I've had a clothing brand. I've done a lot of things. Um, and I think a lot of people will probably see that and just think I'm a bit all over the place. But in reality, I think it's just me trying everything until I find something that I really resonate and can do for a long time. And I feel like this is really it. I feel like this is all of my passions kind of coming together, something I'm really interested in and also something that I finally feel qualified in now that like my career is where it is, uh, my connections are where they are, my work ethic is there, I have like the stability in my life. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like now is the right time. Um, yeah, that I guess that's why I'm doing this. Um, and I've done plenty of podcasts in the past. Um, some of you may know me from the Sobriety Hour. Some of you may know me from All Good Things. Some of you may know me from Nice One Brother. <laughs> like, there have been a few podcasts. And it's just because I feel like podcasts is a great medium, a storytelling medium. It's a place where people can kind of just chuck it on in the background while they work. They don't have to pay too much attention. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a learning device as well as a storytelling device. It's really fucking easy for me to record. I'm literally just sitting at my desk here, my table, my bloody dining room table in my studio apartment. And I've just put my phone voice memos on, on the table and just recording away. So it's like, if it's this easy for me to do and it makes this much sense, why not do it? And if people want to think I'm just, you know, doing another random thing, that's fine too. Um, but ultimately I do have a bit of a vision with this podcast. Um, I think there's some really cool people who I can start 
recording with around New Zealand. Um, some really cool brand owners that I know like semi personally. I think they have really great stories to tell. Um, and then obviously I think I want to branch out a bit and just start reaching out to international guests once this gets a bit of traction, once this has a bit of a following. And um, yeah, I'd love to speak to people like Cole Buxton. Um, I'd love to speak to people like Ethan Glenn from Every Other Thursday. I'd love to speak to people like Teddy Santis from Amelia Door. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> I just, I have a big goal for this podcast and I feel like I have all the skills necessary to achieve that goal. And I'm really excited, even if it's a bit like, I'm a bit nervous recording right now and I don't really like the sound of my own voice and it, <laughs> it makes me a bit just anxious in general. I know that that's all like, those are all temporary things. The production quality of this podcast will increase over time, uh, as it gets more successful. So it's like, there's no point in letting barriers of entry like that stop you from doing something if it's like, if ultimately it's achievable anyway. Um, yeah, but I guess I would just like to achieve out of this um, a pretty chill place for people to just come, learn about brand owners, brand strategy, what goes into branding, why we buy things, why we resonate with certain things, um, the history of brands, the history of the people, the culture, what makes brands rich. Um, yeah, I think there's just so much cool things to be discovered uh, from these great people that own these great brands. Um, I think there's so many cool stories to be told. Um, I think there's a lot better voices than mine that can ramble on for a lot longer than me. And don't worry, because in the future I will have guests and I will be asking the questions and they will be the ones talking. So if this is your first episode your first listen uh don't take this too much like don't think this is what's gonna what every episode is gonna be like because it's not um yeah I, I would just like to achieve that really just just cool people real people telling real stories behind these great brands and I think it's gonna be one hell of a ride and I'm just really excited so yeah if you've been with me for ages I just want to say thanks for sticking around uh, if this is new, um, I'd like to say welcome. Uh, if you're diving into the archives of this podcast and just find this first episode now, um, I hope we've come a long way from here. I hope uh, I'm a lot more confident speaking. I hope the audio quality is a lot better. And I hope we've had some pretty cool guests on. So, yeah, sayonara, guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Behind the Brand podcast. Peace.